The first reading today from the book of Genesis, chapter 22, is perhaps one of the most famous passages in the Bible, and perhaps, too, among the most unsettling. God commands Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. Now, from the start, the writer is very clear that God's intention is not the death of Isaac, but to put Abraham to the test. However, we can only fully grasp what this test means if we go even further back to the beginning of beginnings. When we open the book of Genesis, we hear of creation. God rules his creation. And God creates man and woman as his representatives in this world. He commands them to rule the world under his authority. And yes, God puts them to the test. He tests their faithfulness to him. And so he commands them, do not eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then a rebel enters the scene where God tests the rebel traps. And he tempts man and woman by saying, if you eat this forbidden fruit, you will be like gods. He plants within their hearts distrust of God. He convinces them that God somehow is holding out on them. And that if they disobey him, they will be better off because they will rule on their terms, no longer on God's terms. And so they disobey. They fail the test. But even in that moment, God makes a mysterious promise to the woman, saying to her that one day, her offspring will be struck on the, hill, the heel by the evil one. And her offspring will strike the head of the evil one. Meaning one day, someone, a son of a woman, will come and pass the ultimate test, and in doing so, crush the rebellious serpent. Now, we fast forward to Abraham, and God chooses this man and his wife, an elderly couple without children, to be a source of blessing to the world. 
He chooses Abraham to start a family through whom God will restart his plan for creation. God chooses Abraham and Sarah. He promises them a new land, a big family, and that they will be a source of blessing for the world. And yes, God puts Abraham and Sarah to the test. He provides for them opportunities to show him their faithfulness. To start, God says, go. Leave your homeland and go to a new land I will show you. Abraham goes. He passes the first test. But then, Abraham lies to conceal his identity and protect himself. Abraham and Sarah have not yet born a child, and so they take matters into their own hands, and Abraham abuses his servant woman and has a child with her. And so God puts Abraham to one final test, the big one which we hear of today. Abraham and Sarah have since had Isaac. He is Abraham's beloved son. And at this point, he is no longer a child, but a young adult. And God commands Abraham, in order to put him to the test, to take Isaac atop a mountain and there to sacrifice him and offer him as a holocaust, a burnt offering. Abraham goes. Isaac goes along with him, not resisting. And as Abraham is about to slaughter his own son, God intervenes. And says, do not lay a hand on your son. God in that moment learns that Abraham is faithful even to the point of letting go of that which he loves most in this world. Offering his beloved son. And God provides an alternative. Abraham in the thicket sees a ram which he offers in place of Isaac. Abraham passes the test. And as the family of Abraham grows through his son Isaac, the family is put to the test. As the family of Israel is escaping slavery in Egypt, they wander for 40 years in the desert. And time and again, God provides them opportunities to trust Him, to show Him their faithfulness. And time and again, they do not pass the test. Which brings us to Jesus. He too is a son of Abraham. He comes from this family. And if we all from Last Sunday, we hear that Jesus goes
goes into the desert, not for 40 years, but for 40 days. And there he is tempted by the ancient serpent, and he resists every temptation, every trap. He passes the test. He is finally the one who faithfully surrenders himself fully to God and his plan. And in fact, when Jesus, on the night prior to his death, is in the garden, he knows what is to come. He knows the ultimate test awaits. And he knows that test will bring great suffering. And so he even declares in prayer, in tears, to his Father, let this cup, let this suffering, let this test pass me. But, not my will be done, but yours. He commits himself to offering himself on our behalf, thus passing the ultimate test. Abraham does not withhold his beloved son, and neither does God. God provides a ram for Abraham, and God provides for us a lamb. Jesus, the Lamb of God, offers himself in sacrifice for our sins. He dies in our place. He takes on our guilt in himself, and so passes the test for us. Does God still put his people to the test? He sure does. He provides us many an opportunity to show him our faithfulness. And sometimes these tests come in the form of some illness, some strained relationship, usually within the family, financial difficulties, Big decisions with big impact. And yes, the evil one will attempt to twist the test in order to trap us. He wants us to fall. God wants us to flourish. And he puts us to the test to show him that we trust him because he has our best interest at heart. And in fact, he not only provides tests, he provides the means by which we can pass the test. Because Jesus has already passed the test, we can stand in his victory. And in fact, Jesus fills us with his grace, his life, through the hearing of his word, and above all, through the reception of his body and blood at this altar so that we can face every test and in him, through him, 
with him pass and show our faithfulness to our faithful God. We can weather every storm. We can see through every trial. We can pass every test in Christ. And so we come here today. We listen to the beloved Son. We will pass every test in His name.